Yo, 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 what's going on, America? You already know who it is. Your boy Jono. We at season two, episode six. And I'm joined by Beck. And on this episode, we talk about black churches and experiences within the church um, in regards to the LGBT community, as well as just, you know, being black and just how sometimes certain church experiences tend to make people not want to go. So we get all into it, man. Y'all check it out. Go ahead and press play. Bomb. Round table, baby. It's the round table, baby. You at the round table, baby. Get a round table, baby. Uh, it's the motherfucking round table. Round table, baby. It's the round table, baby. You at the round table, baby. Get a round table, baby. Yo, 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 what up, America? It's your boy, John O'Seo of John's Roundtable. You are now in tune to the JR TBLE Talk Podcast. What's going on, America, man? It's Saturday night. I hope everybody's doing really great. Um, I have... It's not even a regular at this point. Like, I mean, it's not even I a mean, special I'm guest. I'm definitely a regular at this point. Yeah, definitely you, you a regular. You can't even call me a special guest anymore. I'm, just, I'm, no. I'm here. I'm always here. She's always here. Shout out to Beck, man. We in the building. What's up? What's up? And, you know, we was in the process of working on her first episode. Kinda... Beck Talks. That's the name of your podcast? Beck Speaks. Beck Speaks. Yep. I keep saying talks. I don't know why. Because you used to saying JR. JR Talks. That's this is why. True. All right. So before we even get into our topic, I'm put you on. Mm. Beck Speaks. What is that about? I don't know. I wanted to initially start it just to, mm-hmm. just to do exactly what it said to speak about whatever it is that I want to speak about, whenever I feel like it. Um, thought it'd be fun. Thought it'd be different. Didn't want to get in front of a camera. Not a YouTube person. So if I'm gonna speak, it's gonna be on this. Mm-hmm. And y'all can't hold that face with that voice. Y'all can't give me all them hate comments. Y'all be right on you. Y'all be ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it's disrespect. People honestly, try to voice their opinions. You call them ugly ducks. Like, I don't, I don't got time. See, okay. Yeah, that's like, and that's the one that's going to find whoever sent okay, it. Okay. I'm going to look for you. House. And I'm not, I'm not going to give it to you. I'm not. Okay. Uh, uh, see, see, uh, when I say stuff like this, this, this is why. It's better to be on the podcast and not on this YouTube video. Yeah, cause you, yeah, cause that one loves weaponry. Um, with that being said, awesome, it's great. With that being said, so me and Beck Beck came over tonight. You know, we having our regular regular chill time, and we were talking about church. Um, she's very heavy in her church. Um, and um, I was telling her about my experiences. So we wanted to have a podcast about you know the black churches. And how it affects the community, the ups and the downfalls of the mm. community um, when it comes to black churches. So, um, I guess I'll share mine first. Okay. Um, so, I was um, I was born and raised in the church really much. I won't say I was born in the church, but I was raised definitely in the church. Um, my grandmother, God rest her soul, she died last year, February 14th. Um, 2018, um, we lost her, 
to her, you know, of old age. Um, she passed away. It was gracefully. She passed away in the home. Um, but she was a pastor at Deliverance Mission Holiness Church. And um, I was raised in the church. I remember going to her church every time I went to go and visit my cousin Mike because my cousin stayed there. And um, we used to, you know, hang out on Saturday nights. But Sundays, we was guaranteed there was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. When she woke up and made breakfast, after breakfast, you had your church clothes on. And once you had your church clothes on, you was on your way to church. And I remember just being there and, you know, the calmness and the peacefulness of the church. But one thing I can say about black churches now as an adult Sometimes we do a lot. We do too much. And we stay longer than we need to be. Now, I know the Holy Ghost comes sometimes. It touches people sometimes. Everybody, you know, it happens in the black church. But dang, to like 7, 8 o'clock at night? Like, that's crazy. But I can't knock it. But I just feel like that's that's a lot. It's a little excessive. A Does little that happen excessive. at church? <clears throat> Nothing, no. Nah. Okay, nine to ten forty-five a.m. Okay, my attention span is not that long. I'm not even gonna front. Okay, what once God tells me what He needs to tell me through the pastor, and the pastor only need to say it once. It's time to go. It's time to go. And unless, unless now, I always give way. You know, for the Holy Spirit, all that, because it happens. Uh huh. It happens. Right, right. Okay? But I'm not gonna be there from nine to two. Not three, four, five. I'm not going I can't, okay? Y'all be coming in here at sunrise service, okay? Some, it's 6 a.m. in the morning. What is you there at 6 o'clock in the morning for? What is you doing? God's still asleep. What you doing? <laughs> 6 a.m. in the morning, want to knock on Jesus' door, try to figure out. Look, listen, listen, okay? Listen. Mm. 9 a.m. Mm. is where you need to be, okay? 11.30. Start a look. That's great. That's fine. Don't be in there till six o'clock. For what? There's nothing you could be doing in there from eleven to six. It, it's not. It's not okay. All the choirs done sung, both the young and the old. See. Okay. See. The Holy Spirit done fell three times. Okay. Yeah, it, it's not. It's no. What do you think that happens in our in in the black community churches? Because I can tell you, in the white church... Black people extra, y'all. Okay, we're extra. We, we got extra. too much religion as we're it is. We're colorful people. Okay, both literally and figuratively. Okay? That's a bit worse. Yeah, go ahead. Like, everything we do, we do it to the max. Okay? Do it to the max. Oh, Lord. We gonna wear it out so that it can't be worn out no more. Right. That's just how we are as people. It's just how we, it's just how we are, it's how we are wired. So, let's go back to experiences in church. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember my younger days mm-hmm. as a kid, as a kid in America, because I ain't been in church in a while. But, um, and as a kid going to my grandmother's church, I just remember it was a family-oriented place. And, you know, everybody knew each other. So, you know, you had your aunts, your uncles, your cousins, everybody nice. in there. You know, and, you know, grandma was on on, on, the, on the pupil. And, you know, 
and she did a thing, and um, I just remember there was a was a little bit, a little, lot of laid back. Um, my experience going to her church was, I mean, it was it was family all over. So yeah, we goofed around a lot as kids. You know, I never went as an adult to receive the word, so I really wasn't receiving it like I should have been as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my experience. What was your experiences when you was? Cause I'm I, I'm assuming you was raised in church as well. Actually, nope. Okay. Nope. Um, I really didn't start going to church, going to church till I was like sixteen. Okay. What prompts you to from, um, from that point, from a kid all the way until sixteen? When I was a kid, I would go to church sporadically. We went to it was I can't even remember the church is in Roseville somewhere. Can't okay. remember the whole name of the church. Uh-huh. But we would go there. That's where my family went. Mm-hmm. But, like, everybody went sporadically. Mm-hmm. Don't want nobody in the church every Sunday but my uncle and my aunt. And something's wrong with her. But <clears throat> sporadically we would go. And it was just long. It was, but I had no interest in it as a kid. I was bored. Out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> there was no youth choir. There was no youth Sunday. There was no fun there was no it was one set program all the time. time yeah and the pastor was old the choir was old the people on the organs was old the people in the audience was old like <laughs> it was just a whole church okay yeah so as a kid i have no interest in this mm-hmm. y'all singing y'all singing negro spirituals not hymns, Negro spirit. So now, okay. so fast so forward, fast 16. forward, sixteen. My mom's like, my mom's older, you know. Mm-hmm. She's like, I gotta go to church. Like, I gotta get my life right. You coming too? Okay. Well, so she forces you. That was saying. It, it was you? definitely a force. Mm-hmm. She found out about the church through my cousin because my cousin had started going to church and then she brought my aunt and my aunt brought my mom in and so forth and so on so now my whole family attends this church but yeah i was forced I loved, was it a bad I, force or was l- it listen like- to me listen to me okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm a bona fide heathen okay i must listen <laughs> Listen. Look, hold on, wait, Paul. She said she a bona fide heathen. You're not. You're a lie. Go ahead. I am, but I ain't. Okay. You're not. But, but, there's but no. Then, there's no gray area. But but th- then you oh. won't. Even then you won't. Yeah, pretty sure I was. You wasn't. Pretty sure. Go ahead. But um, <laughs> nah. So she forced me to go. I won't think about going to church. So uh-huh. I went to church. Whatever. It was, it was. It was cool. It was cool. It wasn't nothing I'd ever experienced before because I didn't go to church. So. I mean, it was cool, it was fun. We left. Then going back again. That's what I told her. I'm going back again. Mm. Next Sunday, she dragged me right back. That's my mama. I'm not necessarily going to go against my mother. I don't want that fight on my hands. Listen, she probably won't be Okay? And I didn't have time. And at the time, to be honest, I was going through something. Mm-hmm. I, I had been going through stuff because at 14, my mom got with my stepdad. Mm. That was, he was an alcoholic. And... Not just like an alcoholic, oh, let me drink, let me go to sleep. He was a more of a, I'm a belligerent alcoholic. Oh. Cut y'all out alcoholic. And as 
it had been me, my mom, and my brother up to 14 years old. So yeah. I'm not used to this. Th- not used to this kind of treatment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So 14, the beast was born. Oh, the beast known as the beast known as the beast known as Beck was born. Okay. Oh damn. The beast known as Beck was born. I'm excuse my language. Go ahead. Because no, I mean talking about church now. Talking about church, yeah. Talking about church. But that's what prompted me to kind of stay going to church. Mm. The first couple times my mom forced me. Then I kind of got used to it. Then I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe I maybe I do need this mm-hmm. because I had no sense of peace. Okay. Church brings about a sense of peace. Especially for me, I'm a very, I'm a nerd in the back of my head. So I like learning about stuff. I like feeling like stuff is history. So I want to go from the beginning to the end, like stuff like that. So reading the Bible for me, it's like a history study. Oh, this is at the age of? This is about the age of mm, 17. 17 okay. is when I really started okay. going hard. So from the age of 17, I'm studying the Bible. Like it's history, like names, dates. Where can I map this out? Like that's how I look at it. Mm. So... It became peaceful. It became rest mm-hmm. from my chaoticness. Because at home, I was fighting. What am I saying? Like, me and my stepdad argued. God, he didn't like me, and I didn't like him. And it was that way for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, you call my mom an asshole, you got a problem with me. Because that's my mother. Yeah. Okay? It was me, her, and my brother. My brother being the oldest, and he's not there. Mm-hmm. My brother was the man of the house. It's not there anymore. All right. So now I got to fight. That's how I saw it. So going to church made me feel like I had somewhere where I could just be calm and I didn't have to fight all the time. Because mm. I fought 24-7, so. So fast forward. Okay, so we 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 already established that, you know, trust gives us peace. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a wonderful feeling. Um... My issue mm-hmm. is not necessarily with the church or God at this point, because mm-hmm. I feel like when it comes to God, it's like you know, He's all loving, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's the people. People, to me, it's people. Now I know a lot of people. I ain't gonna say a lot of people. I know certain people that are in a church. Not necessarily or black or white, but just church period. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they move out of love. Okay. Facts. There's a there was a time when when I was going to church, well after the fact of me, um, my grandmother I stopped going to her church and I mm-hmm. started branching out, going to other churches <clears throat> when I was around my teenagers, like you around sixteen, seventeen. Mm-hmm. So my thing was because I was it was a self-discovery for me because mm-hmm. I didn't know um what I wanted to you know what I was attracted to or mm-hmm. but I found out it was something that wasn't the regular you know okay so I mean I shouldn't have to paint it out for you yeah, yeah. but I just I mean you know so it wasn't the regular so me going to church was just for my in, internal peace Mm-hmm, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But um, there's been a lot of sermons that I have set in on that have been um, not so kind to my life choices. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's mostly coming from, I wouldn't say mostly, but um, my experiences were coming from the black church. Because mm-hmm. we were very harsh on that subject. Right, very much so. Very much so. And 
that I feel like it prevents LGBT mm. Q R S. It's a lot of letters. <laughs> LGBTQ mm-hmm. R whatever. Um, it prevents us from it prevents certain people from wanting to step in, inside of a church just so they can get their life right. Or mind right, or get peace mm-hmm. of the struggles that they're dealing with in a black influenced church because of the the backlash. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that us as a black people, I want to say, have that right? I don't think. It's but just a matter of having a right. I just feel like, why do you think us as black people? <clears throat> why do we people, do that? Why do we do that? Like, when it comes to, like, you know, us, as far as, you know. Because anything different scares anybody. When you can't control it, when you can't touch it, when you can't fathom it, when you can't hold it or mold it, mm-hmm. it scares them. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, mm-hmm. people have been brought up with the. Let's say, okay, let's say you do have this whole what is a sin, what isn't a sin mentality. Mm-hmm. They've been brought up like, I've been brought up like, no matter what you do, anything you do wrong is not bigger than the other thing you do wrong. Right, right. But most people have been brought up that there's one sin bigger than the other. Mm. You can be a hoe, pimp. Prostitute, drug dealer, liar. You just can't be gay. And that's in the, within the black community? That's within the black community. You can be all that. You just can't be gay. That's crazy. Right. Right. And, 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 because if we're going by their their dogma, their rules, mm-hmm. a sin is a sin, right? But I feel like that prevents people from and it, it having a close relationship. Having a relationship with God. Ain't nobody going to talk to God if you keep... Judging them based on what you see. Because it's bigger than you. And that's what people don't understand when they're bringing people into the church. It's not about you bringing them into the church. It's about you introducing them to God. That's two totally different things. Because you're going to treat people a certain way. They're going to look at you and they're going to leave this church. And they ain't going to get close to God because of how you feel. You let your personal feelings get in the way of what you're supposed to be called to do. I think that was my personal struggle. That was definitely my struggle in regards to that end of time. I mean that time. Okay. <laughs> say that, that in the that, time. Yeah, that time. Is, that in the that time. time is a killer boy. It was a killer. That's a killer. But I just feel like you know. I think that's the reason why I haven't found the church now, and mm-hmm. it's it's very unfair. Even though I can't, even though I can't get off work to go, I would mm-hmm. like to go, right? And to be a part of something and not be judged. I think that's the biggest thing when I walk in the building. If you notice about black churches, yo, every head turns. As soon as you walk through the door, every head turned turn back and to see like, who coming through the door. You're not supposed to be looking at who coming in. You're you should be paying attention to the word. But your head is back here. Your head go back. And that's only in black churches. And I've no shade. Never seen, I'm, no offense. I've never seen it in a white church. I've been to a white church. Ain't nobody said turn. You're coming people. late. Okay. You know, and, and you know, and it's not a, it's not an issue. Man, we're not paying attention to you. We're not man, worried about you. When I was at when I was at my when, when I was at my husband's church, right? With my husband's grandmother church, I um, we was up front. We was in like third pew people, 
and somebody came in late. And me being me, I turned around. <laughs> and when I turned around, everybody was looking forward, like, what the hell are you turning around for? <laughs> like, like, what are you looking at? Like, hey. And I'm I, like. Like, why are you looking back at me? I'm what? confused. They're looking at me, and everybody was looking forward. Now, if you go to a, if we go to our people church. <laughs> nah. Every head gonna be They're like, okay, we listen to what you're saying, Reverend. Hold on, wait, somebody came in after the letter. Who is this? <laughs> what they got on? Oh, right, what they got you on? You immediately. Church is like one big fashion show. Like, what? what it is. is. What, what are For you us, wearing? it is. And I just feel like, you know, I'm like, why is people every turn around? Every just time looking? somebody come in, every time. It never so, fails. Okay, so it's definitely judgment. Mm hmm. But you can't put that on God, though. You got to put that no, on, people that's on people in their hearts. But it does turn people off. That's and it, why and it's it, like, you know, it's just crazy. That is exactly what you were saying. People's judgment is mm. such a self-projection of themselves. The, define that. I think anytime we judge somebody, whether it be on their looks, what they're wearing, how mm. they act, how they talk. Whatever the case may be, it's reflecting something inside of you. It's mm-hmm. like a mirror. Because whatever you get mad at is what's already inside of you. You looking at yourself. Mm. So you wouldn't be point, mad about gay, straight, if you didn't, have, if those you didn't have those feelings. You wouldn't be mad. That's true. But you want to deny those feelings and act like they ain't there instead of dealing with them. However you choose to deal with them. Yeah, I just I just remember my one of my experiences at um I went to a certain church I won't name the name. I will. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will. It would be me. I'm not gonna lie. Uh it was abundant life, I remember. And um I was enjoying that church. It was off Pool Road, mm-hmm. North well, North Carolina. It was it was good. The pastor was awesome. First lady was crazy, great. And um I just remember going there. And it was a nice church. I even was was no, I wasn't part of the choir that one. But no, um, I just remember just being part of it, and I had a fallout with one of my neighbors that was um that thought I was trying to sleep with his wife. And at that point, I didn't know exactly where I was at mm-hmm. in my sexuality point. Like I just knew something was different. But I was just over there. Because he gave me the invite to come over there whenever mm-hmm. I wanted to because I was trying to get in the church and all this stuff. But he never clarified um, when I'm there. Mm-hmm. So he never said that. So that was a, another point that turned me off, too. Um, because it's like, dang, how, I mean, you both like you were man, you you man of God, but like you think I'm trying to sleep with your wife? Like it's it's that's very you assume the worst of me. You don't yeah, know you. and yeah. I'm a kid. I'm like mm-hmm. I'm a teenager. Like I don't want your wife, dude. Yeah, don't want you. So I didn't want either one. So it was it was it was different. Like <laughs> right, 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 it was right. like yo, you you put yourself up on the pedestal, and self love is everything. So shout out to you for your self love. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't want your wife, nor did I want you. I was just looking for somebody that could... Help me. Help me. Like, if I'm asking... As far as peace-wise. If you know? I'm asking for help in the church, and I'm asking you to help me integrate into this lifestyle, into mm-hmm. this... Because some people ain't comfortable at church. Right. Some people go to church and don't know what to do. People need help. But if you do something stupid that turns them away... 
Who's guy gonna look at the person that walked away or the person that was supposed to help? Damn. Yeah. I, nobody knows that answer. And there's nobody can give that because that's um, individual judgment. You know what I'm saying? Like when it comes to that day. Yeah. Like they say, there, there's going to be a day where everybody's going to be judged on their actions. Like God records your thoughts, your actions, what you yeah, say. He, like knows, he, record, he records everything. He knows what you're going to say before, before you, you say, say it. it. So and it's like. It, it would. It would it behooves me at times to try to figure out why you're supposed to be in church and everybody you know if you've ever been to church everybody knows you know God records your actions you're gonna judge them that so why you do what you do in the way that right. you do it and with the heart that you do it with right and then you won't and then I just don't like the I don't like I said before I don't have a problem with the church I just have a problem with people that are holier than thou and then. They might do some gossiping. The people that judge you at the church. And this is what yeah. I mean by that. In the Bible, like it says, you know, the church is not the building, it's the people. Mm-hmm. Just not, you be just first. Right. Yeah. It's the people. Just had to throw that quote out there. Shout out to X. Well, shout out to the Bible. But shout out to X, give me that. Go ahead. But it's the people. And the people that are judging you aren't the real church. The problem is we got the fake church mixed up with the real church and can't nobody tell the difference. Mm, Yeah. Because regardless of what they believe, Mm. regardless of how they may feel on a subject, nobody has the right to turn you away from God and nobody has the right to judge you based on what you do, knowing that they go in the club Saturday night, popping their ass, but get up Sunday morning and try mm. to act holier than that. They come to church to cover their own sins. They ain't got the right to judge you. So do you think when people do that, when they do certain stuff like this, like me right now, I'm drinking mm-hmm. shots right now, mm-hmm. drinking beer right now, mm-hmm. and I go to church the next morning. What about it? Am I covering? Is it from a genuine place? It's from. Or is it like like you said, people be choking in the club and some some people is from a genuine place and some people is from routine. Uh-huh. Some people just get up to church on Sunday morning just to be getting up and going to church on Sunday morning. It's just, what they're used to. They just show their face. They show their face. Like, oh, I was in here just Sunday. But like, you'll know when it's real versus when it's fake. When it's mm-hmm. fake because What's the difference? When somebody goes to church and you talk to them and all they talk about is how great God is and all they talk about is... You know how they're living and how great their life is, and da, 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 and they're putting themselves up on this pedal pedestal. That's not real, because mm. everybody's gonna go through something, right? And if you can't stand in church and say, "Look, last night I smoked the blunt, and that that's that's what I did." There. Yo, if you can like, see that face like, right there. If, you oh, can't, if you can't stand in church and say that, mm. you're there for the wrong reason. Right. The church is supposed to be a hospital. You're not supposed to be perfect. Now, eventually, you'll get to the point where you stop. But nobody should come. In my opinion, nobody should come into church perfect because we all got problems. It, this is the fact that you should come as you, you are. are. And I feel like there are certain churches now that my homeboy goes to that you, I asked them what the dress code was. Mm-hmm. You know, from 
from the blood church. So you step out, you step you out. Step out. <laughs> you step out. You step out. You get your tie and your shirt on. He's like, no, you can you come in with jeans, whatever you get on. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. But you know, if, I think that's what we messed up as a culture. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't go in church as a fashion show. Right. Because God's not looking at what you got on. He's looking at your heart. He's looking at your soul and your and your spirit. That's what you're supposed to be bringing. So when they're like you, because you, I feel like when you do that, you you get all g'd up, GQ. I mean, get all g'd up. That means you're hiding something. You're hiding something. You're hiding. It's cute. You're covering it. It's cute. Don't get me covering the issues. But you covering the issues. You you hiding under this big sun hat that's blocking the first row, and we can't see past it. Mm. Okay. Look, you wear your insecurities. And then you stand up when the choir is singing. Right. Throwing your napkin and whatnot. See? See you're doing a lot. And you're yeah, you're doing the most. You want to be seen, mm-hmm. but you don't realize you covered yourself with your insecurities. Right. Your insecurities showing. Because I could show up in my boots and my jeans and not... I'm here. What? I'm here. What? They're going to look at you like, mm, oh, she wore that today. Like I've never, I've never understood the concept of having to dress up all the time. Do you think that's a black thing? Yeah, black people like to be seen. (laughs) Black people like to be seen. You right? I mean, I mean, like let's be honest. You you right? Black people like to be seen. That's why they come in. That they got red, orange, yellow, green. All different size. All different. All different ties. All different suits. Okay. And like, oh, he wore You can't wear a muted color scheme. No, you got to have the most neon. Uh huh. Something that's eye catching. We're going to look at you immediately. Like, black people like attention. Because mm. we feel like we never got attention. So we seek it. That's part of our insecurity. That's why we wear it. So I can't even, like, I can't even speak on the new, the new black church because I haven't been in church in forever. I can only speak on past experiences which prevents me from going so I said don't let it prevent you I said don't let it prevent you but should should it be a black church should it be a non it should be any church here's my question here's my another question when it comes to non um, non-denominal non-denominal right that's my church my church is a non-denominal so it's not uh, Christian Baptist. Da, da, da. It's not Baptist goes on. Pentecostal. It's yeah. Not, no, it's not that. So my thing is, if, simply, if, we're, if we're worshiping the whole, if we're worshiping the same God, right? Mm-hmm. Why should there be labels on it? I just feel like right. That's why we don't put labels on it. You know, and, and that's respectable. That's why we don't. Because what is the point? I mean, if we are worshiping God. Why we? Why we? Why we putting this tag on it? Right, and I think that's what that's, that's and I think that tag society. comes with. I think that tag comes with just that. That's when it all comes down to like human social construct bullshit. Because the labels just come with a set of rules that the other church don't have, and those set of rules are man made. It don't necessarily have anything to do with God. Like you can't wear pants, you gotta wear skirts, stuff like that. That's man made. God, there's no nothing in there. And nothing in the scripture that says you can't wear pants. You gotta wear skirts. It says no. something about shrimp, though. But there's a lot of people that still eat shrimp. Yeah. Okay. Y'all eating cockroaches. And so then, okay, so I said what I said. Are you familiar with Leviticus? Keep it a buck with me. Do I know? Take me 
away from being your friend and keep okay. it a buck okay. when it comes to Leviticus. Mm-hmm. And this is probably going to be a part two to this because there's another person I want to ask about this too. Okay. So when it comes to Leviticus, mm-hmm. like, and that's the book that I myself fear. Let me, give, me, give me your refresher course. Give me your refresher course. All right, so course. Leviticus was, uh, oh, fudge. <laughs> the way you just looked at it was just like, oh, yeah. fudge. Come on. So Leviticus was, um, that's, that's the, that's the one book. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know. I'm not going to pretend like I know. Everything, um, Everything about yeah, the yeah, book yeah. of Leviticus. But I do know people point to Leviticus as an attack when it comes to same-sex. Um, mm. Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah and, Gomorrah and okay, all that. Okay, okay. And um, in the story, what they say about it, about people forcing people to sleep with people and all this yeah, stuff. And and the book does a lot of gruesome and then, and then it got yeah. burnt and it was it was a pillar of salt. Yeah, the lady turned to a pillar of salt because she loved that. Alright, so this is what they, they point out when it comes to man shouldn't lay with man. This that and third, right? Hmm. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. But then you have the shrimp thing in there. And it's like, okay. Hey, yeah, munchy yolk. Clearly, a golden corral. Okay. At the service. Okay. Ready with at it. The, the greatest, fried shrimp. At the greatest Tartar buffet. sauce. Right. Cocktail sauce. And whatever. And that's where I come in to say mm. that's why that whole one sin bigger than the other sin, one, this is worse than this. But y'all, all, look, if you're going to go by the book and you're going to say it says, man, live by the book. Live by the whole book, okay? Live by the whole book. Yes. You can't pick and choose what you want to live I by. Think you, you would you say that's a culture thing, though? Would you say that's a black thing, or would you say it's a culture thing? Because I, I don't know a lot of white people that do that, man. Because, you know, mm. like, they still drink their beers on football Sunday after they get out of church. church. Like, you know what I'm saying? They still sit in front of that TV in their they futon. Mm-hmm. They, got, they crack that beer open at, like, 12, ready for the game. That's a fact. They, might, they may or may not smoke no bud. I don't know. But this is what they do. So when it comes to the black community, I feel like I'm, us is who we are. We I do think it's a culture thing. We pick and choose. I think it's a thing that goes across the board, not just with blacks, but I've experienced it on different people, levels. I don't know that many white people do. Like point Leviticus out as hard as we do. No, 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 oh, no, not as hard as yeah, we do. Not but, as hard as we because uh, we be doing the absolute. Why do you think that is? This is probably gonna be. No, let's go there. We're gonna go there. We're, we're let's gonna go, go there. I believe because take me as being your people out of it's out the equation. most rampant in our community, and what mm. I mean by that is. There is a lot of gay people in our community. Like gay people and white people community too. Yeah. They just don't get kicked out of their house. Go ahead. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's right. Like, they don't get the way out of their we respond to indifference. gay people is different in general. Because anything that's different for us is just like, no, we can't. No, you got you to gotta line up. Okay, you got to line up in the black community. You look, you gonna you got to be black. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
Can't sway to the left, can't sway to the right. You got to be black. Right. Anything that's outside of what their spectrum of black is, something's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. They did it to my cousin. My cousin. But we all know my cousin's dead. That's that's my baby. I love him to live. Right, right. We all know my cousin's okay? Right. His mama know. His mm-hmm. daddy know. We all know. But they talk, the way that my family talks about my cousin, some of us, it's like, it's like a split. Mm-hmm. Some of them don't like it. Some mm-hmm. of us is just like, we already know. What? Right. Just come it. on out. Just come, come on. Come, Ew, come on out. Ain't no hiding. We, we know. Right. It's whatever. But black people judge so harshly because it's out, it's just out of the norm for them. And that scares the shit out of them. Black people don't like to be scared. Okay, I can co-sign that because I don't like to be scared <laughs> myself. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and play. co-sign sign that. Look, I don't look, like look, being scared listen, myself listen, at all. We do period. not respond to fear well. Okay? No, we run. Or we swing. don't even look back. Or swing. Or swing. We like, swing and then we run. We swing and run. Yeah, you're okay. right. You're right. You're right. We don't respond I'll to that, that well. I'll give you that. I'll give so, you that. take take the jabs as a swing. They swing it. But they can't run, so they keep swinging. Because you're not going to be able to get away from so it. So, what, what do you think it would take in, um, like, what do you think when it, when it comes to black churches or just churches in general, when it comes to, um, so I, I mean, I know you're not a, uh, you know, like a, you're not in there, like, you know, you just, at 16, mm-hmm. um, you started going at 16, so I'm not gonna treat you as like, you know, oh, you're a specialist in this, but I just feel like there, there has to be a common denominator when it comes to people being welcomed and not judged. And I think that's the biggest thing, because when people come into a place where it's supposed to be safe, and it's supposed to be non-judgmental, and it's supposed to be um, a place filled with love. Mm-hmm. And you're met with the opposite. Mm-hmm. Maybe not directly, but you can feel it, you feel it. when yeah, you're in there. Yeah. I feel like when it comes to church, that's that one place in the world that it shouldn't you shouldn't feel, you feel any it, yeah. indifference at all. Yeah. And I feel like in certain churches, it is. What do you, My question is, what do you think will have to change in order for somebody to not have that type of feeling or that type of experience. People need to open their mind. Mm. You need to open their damn mind to the fact that you don't know what you think you know. And you don't know everything. Okay? You, what they don't understand is by them treating gay people different people don't let me get any type of day by you treating them the way that you're treating them you're putting yourself in god's place and that's not your place so, yeah you, you, you're stepping in the, the you're stepping in the wrong shoes judge uh judge let's not you be judged so everything you you you, you can't mm-hmm. sit there and try to pass judgment on people and not understand and not realize that by judging other by anybody else, you're gonna be judged even harsher. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's that's not your place. Open your mind. I think this you, our community, like you said, you it, have no place to judge anybody. It, it it baffles me because you you treat people with love. That that's 
how Jesus did what he did. Mm-hmm. Love. He died for everybody's sins. Not yeah. for disrespecting people, not for harming people, not for antagonizing people, not for trying to make people feel smaller than what they may already feel because you don't know what the fuck they've been through, but just you keep running your mouth. So, mm-hmm. open your mind. Listen. Open your ears. No, you may not be able to relate to their struggle, but you can at least understand their struggle. So, let me ask you this, though. Mm-hmm. What do you think about sermons that preach against um, same-sex marriages? I think for a pastor, if they are preaching against same-sex marriage... Is it coming from a hate place? It depends on how they do it. Okay. Depends on how they do it. So what I mean by that is... Yeah, tell me. Yeah, I need a definition yeah. on this now. What I, what I mean by that is, if you're a pastor and you believe in the Bible, mm-hmm. you believe that you know homosexuality is a sin, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Speaking yes, of like a hate. you can preach on that. You you can preach on that. <laughs> All right. You can preach on that. But what you are not to do is turn that into a hate message. Mm. That's what you are not to do. You are not supposed to preach it in a way where it's like, oh, don't come to my church because you're gay. Mm. Did your pastor do that? No. My pastor does not condone hate in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, he may not agree with it, and he'll tell you he don't agree with it. Mm. He's very, he's honest. He's blunt. It's like, that's that's not my thing. Mm. And he'll even tell you, look, my pastor even goes so far as to say, look, I used to shoot at him. Before I was a pastor. Shoot what? He used to shoot at homosexuals before he was a pastor. Like with a gun? With a, a whole gun. What? Okay, go ahead. A whole gun. Keep going. So, he, he'll he tell you that. And he'll be like... Hold on, pause. I had to say this. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. I, I tried to wait. No. Me. I tried to wait. First off, why the hell are you shooting at homosexuals? Because that's what he was taught to do. What? Okay, so, I don't this, even understand this, that. This, but, Go ahead. No, no wait. Go ahead. No, no, I want you to go ahead. No, because you gotta, I just feel like... You got to get it out. Yeah. I just feel like... I just Okay. Okay. So, the fact that you feel like you have to shoot at homosexuals, mm-hmm. people are human beings, mm-hmm. by point blank period. My code, when it comes to same-sex marriage... Or same sex anything. If you're attracted to the same sex, whatever. That person is not as threat. Absolutely. Unless you lead the path. Mm-hmm. You have control of that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You have control of what goes in somebody else's mouth or Absolutely. whatever. I had to get there. I had to take no, that no, there. No, no, no. Take it there. So the fact that this person feels like he was shooting at them. Mm-hmm. That's baffling to me because I'm like, why would you be shooting at them if you had had shit to hide? Maybe you had a past experience. Maybe some shit happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But why do you feel like that's something that has like shooting at somebody? And, and I'm not judging nobody past, but when you say that, that, that kind of I know, no, 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 that kind of that kind of took me. It's because it's like, why would you be shooting at somebody if? There was not a... Because there was a... What, I can't tell his entire story. Yeah, don't tell his whole but entire there, story, there but there has to be something There was me. an incident that happened okay, where so, he was touched as a kid. Okay. And he didn't get over that until quite some time Okay. Later. But, but so regardless did, of the facts... All right, so wait. 
<laughs> wait, wait, wait. Go. Wait. go. Ah. Okay, so did that? My glasses came off. And look, man, if you could have seen my face, my hat yeah, no, came off. It, glasses it's real, came man. off. It's real. It just really got real. Because I feel like, okay, regardless if you was touched or not. Mm-hmm. I've never been sexually. Pause. I've never been sexually molested in my life. Mm-hmm. I will say that. So I cannot identify with somebody else's pain mm-hmm. when it comes to that level of um, that, that create, that. being violated. At whatever age right, it is. Right. But even if I was, mm-hmm. I don't think I would have been bucked and shot at somebody else like that. Like, I'm, you don't, I don't think you would have responded in the way that he responded? No. Yeah. Because I just feel like, why would you? Don't know. So, I mean, I'm, that's I'm definitely... Never, I've never been in that position to say. So that's borderline know. hate at one point. Oh yeah. Oh, so yeah. did you forgive your aggressor? Did you forgive your aggressor? That's the question I have, because when it comes to with something like that, if if, if you're if shooting, you, but then you might not be preaching hate, but you don't condone it. I'm not saying you gotta condone it, mm-hmm. but a person shouldn't be. I go back to say mm-hmm. a person can shouldn't be a threat. If they don't have a, if we're not giving them leeway to feel like it's comfortable to put your hand on my shoulder. Right. Hold my hand. Right. Oh, you can give me a peck here and there. Like, if you're not doing that, not saying this is what he's doing. This this is what I'm saying. There's no, 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 there's got to be, I got a lot of straight friends. Mm -hmm. And I know there's lines that won't be crossed, regardless if I find them attractive or not. Mm-hmm. God forbid, none of my straight friends are attractive, so I don't have that issue. I say that. All across the board. All across the board. Wait, hold on. Not to me, at least. Now, maybe to my girlfriends, yes. They'd be like, oh, he's great. But for me, John, John, no. None of my straight friends do I picture naked or any of that. I don't even look at them. It's like, okay, brothers here. Right, right, right. Ew. Don't even take your shirt off in front of me. It's disgusting. Like, <laughs> no. But I just feel like <laughs> anybody, I don't think I would have been shooting at anybody. And I just feel like, and I, did he, did he really forgive his aggressors? You know what I'm saying? That, that, that did what they did on top, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever happened. Went whatever, whatever went down. Nobody knows. You don't have to tell me everything. I just feel like when you said, I'm sorry I had to cut you off. When you no, say you he was it. shooting at, at them, I was like, what? Like, shooting what? Like, bullets? Real bullets, nigga? Like, real bullets? Like, like, you were spraying the machete. Was it machete? Well, you were spraying regardless. Regardless of what it was. So, I don't understand that. So, what do you think that is? That was hate. That was, that was, that was, that was I couldn't, because... Mm-hmm. No matter how much I disagree mm-hmm. with whoever for whatever, I can't imagine myself shooting at them just because people disagree all the time. What you do and what I'm going to do and vice versa. So so what do you think he is now? Because I'm sure there's LGBT people in his congregation. I'm sure. If not out, 
and that's another podcast when it comes to yeah. that other shit. Like, whatever. It's, we're not X-Men, but yeah, I just yeah. feel like um, there's people out. I mean, not people out, but there's people that are probably LGBT. Mm-hmm. And you say he doesn't preach hate, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about those sermons that borderline that? Does he cosign? Or is it more or less coming from a place... I wouldn't even say concerned. It wouldn't be concerned. Because there shouldn't be nothing to be concerned about because people are born that way. It's not from a place of concern. Mm-hmm. I would say it's just mainly because... If I am a pastor, preacher. You can keep it butt with me, bet. It's not going to make me think no, any no, different. It's, I mean, because what he I thinks need to keep it butt is with whatever. Me. But, like, I don't think it's from a place of concern mm-hmm. in any way. I think when he preaches, he preaches, oh, this is wrong, but I can't judge you for what you're doing. Mm. That is how he preaches it. I feel this is wrong, but I can't judge you for it because that's not my job. That is how he preaches it. Mm-hmm. And he just leaves it. He just leaves it. Mm-hmm. He just leaves it. But do I think there was some borderline hate? <laughs> Clearly, any time you can bust shots at somebody for something that you ain't living. But I'm, I just feel it. like, you know. That's hate. Yeah, it has to be because I just feel Now, like, have you... Mm. Tried to work that out over the years. Could be. Okay, because that, that was back in the day. So, could be. Not mm. saying you have, not saying you haven't. I don't know what's in your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, mm. you busting it? Yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I just, that's I just it. Want, There's no two ways to put that. I just want to know that he moved past it. Because I just feel like, you know. There's no two ways to put that at all. Like, I just feel like you, there's no way you cannot be bucking at somebody and you did not move past Yeah. that. That stage, that, that level, that situation, and to where to where it comes from a place of love. If you're standing in front of a congregation, mm-hmm. I feel like you should preach love. Absolutely. And a lot of people, when it comes to when it comes to love, a lot of people's like, "What does that mean?" No, it. I feel like it should be from a non-judgmental place, mm-hmm. unbiased, mm-hmm. open-mindedness, and you're preaching the word because we all go to church for what. The word. Go to work. Not for any anybody's not for, not individuals. For not, not for the best hat mm-hmm. in the crowd. Mm-hmm. We go to the see word. God ourselves. The seek God. And then it's up to us to build our own relationship. Mm-hmm. Yes, we all meet in one congregational place. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hey girl, how you doing? Oh yeah, girl, we doing good. But we're facing forward when that word comes on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And Absolutely. and that's how it should be. And there's no, it shouldn't be any judgment, no, no putting people, hanging people, or, that's just ridiculous. you know, and that's, that's the thing that turns me off. And my thing is, my boy was like, yo, you need to come, come to Elevation, off of Millbrook, Millbrook High School, and mm-hmm. come there, come there, come, come, come on, you know, you, you know, and I'm like, I need to go, I want to go, I would love to go. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, just to see what, what you know, because everybody seems so happy. Everybody seems so carefree. And everybody just seems so. That's a line itself. That is a whole line itself. I mean, everybody seems really great there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just, just by the people, I, pictures I've seen and, yeah, and what they display. I, I think, they, I think they display. also, 
I think it's true. Some people are happy there, and I think some people it's a facade. I don't. And maybe I they think, have their I own demons. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They I probably have their own happy. demons. Yeah, I mean, they probably have their own shit. But as a whole, with. collectively, they may be doing very well. They could be cool. very well. Maybe, maybe they're not. Maybe, maybe, maybe not, not feeling not. judged. Like nobody's feeling. And that, my thing is, when it comes to us, mm-hmm. and by any means, I want to make a. I know I'm going hard on this. I want to say this in the uttermost respect as possible. Mm-hmm. And I know I waited so long and we are at 5111 when I say this. By no means am I degrading the black church. I'm trying to get a better understanding as us as a community on what happens within our church and within our community when it comes to judgment, LGBT, is that it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like, mm-hmm. that's my biggest thing. I'm not, by any means, am I putting down my 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 black churches. I'm not doing that at all. I'm just trying to get a better understanding on as to what can make us better to where it could feel comfortable for us to go to our own churches mm-hmm. if that if that is what we want to do. Mm-hmm. And if it's not, then whatever. I get it. And we're just talking about church at this point, so that's just how I feel. I don't know. I don't know. You think you'll ever go back? I would love to go back. I would love to be actually a part of church, and I would love to be involved on some stuff to where it's like, oh, I'm there every Sunday, and it's like uh, it just feels like home, a second, a third home, and there's no judgment. Nobody's looking at me. Me and my family come as good as we we can, and and you know nobody's judging us, nobody's looking at us crazy. It's all love when we walk mm-hmm. in the building. That would be really great. I'm sure that would make my grandmother's very happy if I get back in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. God forbid they're not here anymore. But I mean, I think that would really make them really. They, they, I think they would like that, right. and um, I think that's our biggest struggle. Because there was a, I probably already said it already. There's a church that did say it. Now I'm talking about it. But I'm saying, like, you know, it'll be really good to just be a part of a community to where I wouldn't have to feel like I'm being judged once I walk in the door. Like, if me, my husband, and my kid walk in, ain't nobody turn around looking at me and see what the hell I got on. I like think, you know what I'm saying? Like they I just, think it's important like mm-hmm. to understand that these feelings may be in the church. However, everybody in the church doesn't feel that way. Right, right. I'm sure that I'm sure there are people that don't. You know, I just feel like, you know. But I will say that collectively, collectively yeah. when these feelings pop up in the church, it makes Everybody look bad, mm-hmm. and it makes everybody uncomfortable, and it makes people not want to come. People not want to show up. So, what do you think? What? Well, you already answered it, but yeah, that's just my take on on black churches and LGBT concerns. So, yeah. Is there anything else you want to say to people that people that want? Okay, so here's my thing. Do you mm-hmm. is there anything you want to say to people that want to come to church but 
they are afraid of judgment and they're afraid of feeling left out and not being welcomed. Is going it anyway. going away? Going away. Going away. Now, if you if if you get there and it's perceived to be like a hateful church, I mean hateful church. No, I do not want you. No, I do not want you to stay there. I do not want you to attend. Define the health. Um, hateful church though. If people are walking up to you, cussing you out, hitting you, spitting at you, looking at you sideways, like bust look busting at you, pulling out. Look, that, no. Wait, that sounds like a that sounds like a case. That's the, okay. It is, that's but quite like, frankly, there are some some people that's crazy enough to do. <sighs> Unfortunately, what? Mm. So, with that being said, no, I want you to stay there. No, no. So you would go anyway. That's what you were saying. You, I, I would you go. I would go. I would go anyway. Mm-hmm. As long as they are not preaching something hateful against you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I go anyway. Because there are always going to be people that feel the way they feel both inside and out of the church. Go anyway. Because those feelings don't stop you from stepping out in the world. Don't let it stop you from stepping in the church. Because everybody has their own individual. Everybody's going to have their own individual opinion. You know, own individual, like, connection. Mm -hmm. And what, what may have been said through scripture... Isn't that how you proceed it in the next And person. it might be misinterpreted. Yeah, People you know just may be misinterpreted. I think that's what it is, mostly. Don't let that stop you from going to church. Build your connection with God, whatever your relationship with God is. Because your relationship ain't going to be the same. Because he knows everybody. So, I just feel like, you know, he knows everybody. How are you going to talk before you say it? Whatever you're going to say before you say it. How are you going to play it? And you just got to channel your own personal relationship because he already knows. And I think that's where we lose sight of. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. This this topic, this topic. It's, it can go so many ways. Yeah, it, can go, it can go a lot of ways. This topic is, um, this topic is deep. This topic is Definitely deep. deep. And we were sitting here just really like, wow. Trying to, yeah. trying to sum up, um, Experiences like wow. So that being said, America, we're gonna revisit this topic because it's dear to my heart. So peace in the hood, start the violence. It's your boy Jono. <laughs> I'm out. Bomb. <laughs>